We want to welcome everyone back to BMB Presents the Black Media Podcast. And tonight we got a pretty interesting topic like we had last week. And before we get into all that, my name is Ben and to my right. Hey, hey, it's me, Nada. Thanks for tuning in. That's all I got, y'all. I see, I see y'all faces. Y'all wait for me to say something else. That's all I got. To my right, who we got? <laughs> Look at Yo, Betty. <laughs> it's Betty, 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 y'all. What up, though? Listen, today is May 4th, 2022. And this is Black Media Podcast, formerly known as Friends Don't Let Friends Binge Alone Podcast. is one year old today, y'all. One year. Like, we've been... We've yeah, been, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do your dance, do your... So we geeked up, y'all. So y'all got to get geeked up with us. We in this thing. Benny about to set us up right today. Ben, go ahead and hit us with that, uh, with them questions. Well, not only is it our one-year anniversary, but this is also Mental Health Month. And we're going to combine that with a lot of stuff that's been going on in the news about women and their rights. Mm-hmm. But since mm-hmm. this, this is the Black Media Podcast, we just want to kind of narrow it down. So the first question I have, with this being Mental Health Awareness Month, what do you all think about Black women being viewed as strong? Is that a compliment? Is that a, or is that a detriment to you all? Oh, you ain't know me to go first. Why I gotta go first? Why don't you go first sometimes? Because you to the right. I'm to the other right. Okay, to the right, to the right. Now it's your turn. <laughs> They're gonna say Uno. <laughs> I was about to say, we play Uno. Skip you. <laughs> All right, then. So, um, how do I feel about that? I think we kind of talked about this before. Um, you know, people always give that as a compliment. To me, I I, I take it. Um, and I understand where it's coming from, but I think we get tired of being strong. Why we gotta be strong? Why we can't be just regular? Why we can't be weak sometimes? Like why we always gotta be strong? Well, weak is not a compliment. Like all these, cause you can't say, look at all these weak black women. That's just not gonna go over well either. Well, weak ass black women, that when, ain't gonna when, work. When, when Betty says weak, I kind of figure like, a moment of distress how come we can't have a moment of distress where we need help because other races i'm not going to call out one specific race but if they're in distress everybody tries to go to them and help and you know get them back up on their feet but for us it's like it's the expectation of oh they're just having a hard time i hope that they bounce back prayers you know that they bounce back on their feet nobody's ever there to ever help us get back on our feet and why why is that like why why do we have to always be the strong ones but then when it's time to praise us and give us our accolades and praise us for being so strong it's always dumbed down we gotta be tired of it we gotta be strong (laughs) because we because we had to go through a whole bunch of stuff that was meant to we are always we are always seen as like being the strong individual in the like the pillars of the black community because if the if the black woman is not strong then basically there is no black community almost and it, it sucks um i mean we still gonna be continuing to, to be strong because that's just that, that's just in our dna that's that's who that's who we are but at the same time we need to wreck we need to have other individuals um 
especially calling out African-American Black males to uplift us in those moments of distress. Like, don't continue to kick us down just to, to become viral. You see so many videos or comments on videos of Black women where we're being bashed um, because we might be having a bad moment at that one particular moment instead of y'all in the comments defending us. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all y'all are quick to join the other side and leave negative comments, but never say this sister might be going through something. Um, you know, let me try to reach out to her or let's, you know, let's try to find out if she's, if she's good. It's never those type of interactions when we're, when we're having a moment of distress. We're always supposed to be strong and it sucks, but not a, it was a, um, a, a thing that's going around and it's like black men are kind of expecting black women to be strong because my mama did it. My grandma did it. So they why always, you can't do it? Have. Like everybody, exactly. everybody else can do it. Why you can't do it? And, it's and like, then they, I'll see what you say. I'm, I'm sorry not to cut you up, but they always want to compare like our generations or younger generations to the older generations of the being the strong black woman. The thing is we've evolved as women you know, it's almost like you have to evolve as a man too in your manhood as far as supporting us. Um, you don't have to be that person that just leaves them to, to, to handle the, the, the burden all by themselves, like, like help out. And it doesn't necessarily have to be your own biological, just someone that you really care about. Step up to the plate and help us when we're struggling just as much as you would with somebody else that, that's, that's of a different race is all I'm saying. It, it, it sucks, but how the saying going fuck it i i do it we we still got it the one model way or the of other. black woman fuck, it, it. fuck it i'll do it <laughs> we, we we gonna have it one way or the other but it would be nice just to have a little support yes we might have a little more attitudes than what we need to at times but that's also part of our dna that's just us because we've it's, had a to do it for so long. it's a defense mechanism it's a defense yeah mechanism. it's a defense mechanism so sometimes you have to put that to a side and still do what's right do you all think Black women don't know how to receive help? That's a combination of it as well, because some are so defensive to where when someone is actually trying to help, they still make it a negative interaction when it doesn't have to be. So it's a learning curve on both sides. Um, you have to be, when, when you're calling for help, you have to be able to, to be able to, to acknowledge it or know to identify it and then be able to receive it. And some people some people struggle in that area. So it's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot to learn on, in, in, on different levels, but it's obtainable. Like people, it, it can still be done. So help us, help us. I help. am a woman who struggles <laughs> with accepting and asking for help. I struggle with it. Um, the reason being, because I have the fuck it, I'll do is spirit. Um, I get so tired of, if, if you ask somebody to do something, they do it half-assed when they want to, Mm -hmm. um or not the way that you need it to be done um I really have a hard time with that I really have a hard time with asking somebody for help because in the events that I do ask you to help me or you offer help and you don't come through you probably are dead to me like I probably will not fuck with you ever again like that's just what it is like um you know how humbling that is for me to be like I need help I need you and, and it probably comes from being what they call it, the independent black woman. Listen, I'm gonna tell y'all right now, that shit is played the fuck out. 2022, y'all can have that. Y'all can take it, put on the cape. I'm a hoe that needs to be saved. Save me. 
somebody save me please okay <laughs> i'm not really hot but you know what i'm saying <laughs> save me shoot sick of well, it I, I guess my next question would be what does supporting black women look like whether it be uh is it a march is it a is it a helping hand what does it look like to you all let me tell you right whatever, now. Whatever. Don't, <laughs> let me tell you right, motherfucking now. Don't get to marching down Woodward talking about you trying to support me. I do not need no march. Yeah, we don't need no march. <laughs> we can do without that. You can start by getting your goddamn kids. Help, help me get your kids. You know, you know, be an active, involved parent in your kids' life. Take your kids today games you know um take the take the kids shopping take the kids on vacation take your kids somewhere do something you know go to the parent teacher conference well i gotta get off work to go to parent teacher conference well i gotta get off work to take the doctor's appointments do that do simple stuff be an equal participant what is all of these gender roles that everybody got oh she gonna do the cooking and cleaning why you can't cook and clean your own damn house you gotta eat you you gotta have clean clothes too. You gotta live in a clean house. So why like what's the gender role? So like when I say help, I don't think a march is gonna help. Stand up for us, like you know, with stuff that matters. You know, I, I don't know. Stop bashing us with Kevin Samuels. Do that, can you? Stop can we cancel him? Like, please. It 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 you know, it really just throws me for a loop of how many women actually support this man what degree does he have like what certifications does he have he has nothing but an opinion and, two and, so, marriages. Many, and so many people follow him for guidance or like for for you know his criticism and have you noticed how like he praises other races except the black the black women well, I will say this about Kevin Samuels. Also, he gets he gets in the black man's asses too. He does. Those don't go viral. Those don't go. No, he's been doing it. It just doesn't go as viral as he's been telling these niggas they broke his hell and they ain't got the right to make all of these demands and they ain't got no money. He's been <laughs> right. saying that for a while, but you don't see those going viral. You know, you only see that you need to lose weight and you need to be prettier. To get a quality man, you gotta have, you know, have this and that. Those are the videos that go viral. Um, with Kevin, I'm not, I'm not a fan of him, and I don't think I will ever, I will ever be one. Um, just because he's, you know, he he bashes women too much, and I don't, I feel like if I click on anything of that that has his name on it, it's activity to his page, and I don't want to support him in any way. <laughs> So you know I don't click on anything that has his name affiliated with it. But the the crazy thing about it is that, um, and, I, and one of my high school classmates made a post similar to this, and he was saying that, you know, a lot of times women, Black women will say, you know, oh, Kevin Samuels must be gay. So like now we're saying because he has these opinions, then he must like men or whatever, which is, we, I don't think that's the case. But a lot of heterosexual males do the same thing. They bash women all the time. I've unfollowed a lot of people on Facebook because they bash women. Mm-hmm. And I unfollow women who bash men all the time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, it's quite disturbing to me for a man to get on social media 
and have so many opinions about how women wear their hair. So many yeah. opinions about the lashes. So many opinions about the eyebrows. So many opinions about the nails. So many opinions about what kind of shoes they should be wearing. If you want to be a woman, say that. And you know, going off of that, Betty, you know what we've been seeing a lot of lately? Well, within the past couple of years, I would say, men doing comedy in women's clothing. Like wearing skirts and wigs and stuff and then trying to impersonate a woman of how like yeah it's funny but when you think about it like you really don't hear yeah like you won't hear impersonate like like why don't you impersonate another man like you know in just regular clothes like why do you have to put on women's clothing and try to you know make with that I think with that like that has been a rise like social media is just a weird place sometimes you know but okay so let we can say okay we had shanae and martin we had um uh Flip we had, Wilson going all the way back yeah we had jamie fox you know we jamie like fox, we had yeah. you know um wanda we had those characters in the 90s and 80s and stuff like that so it's not anything new but i think that why it's so common is because so many men are raised by women they That's know true. women, you know what I'm saying? They in in a lot of them, they be having the women down pay. Not to say that they mm-hmm. fashion women, but they had the mannerisms. I don't know if y'all seen the post. It was a post that went viral on Facebook, and it was like, "You men, something about you, you guys start talking too much like women, or something like that." So all the guys are in the comments, and they are, you know, saying all the sayings that women say, and they sound exactly like us. Oh, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, so that that post was pretty funny to me, but I think it's. I think it's almost like um, eye opening. It's eye opening, but I think it's almost like some kind of appreciation for women figures in their life. And I think Tyler Perry kind of spoke to that when he does Medea. Like Medea is like symbolism uh, symbolizes some of his aunts grandmother. and grandmother and stuff like that. I don't think it's malicious intent, but I think that it's yeah. I didn't say a lot I of times. No, I, I, I didn't. I didn't think you said that. I, I just think that it's. Um, I think it's really just, I don't know. I don't know. But you're right. I don't see too many women get, you know, we can do that. We can get on there and, and dress like men and act like men all day and say, what you talking about <laughs> all day? Cause you know, that's their favorite thing. Um, but yeah, I see. I see. I don't know. I, guess I don't take offense to that though. My next yeah, question. Was, just, I just, uh, my, I observed. They make ahead, money off of that, a lot of money off of that. Hell yeah, they do. Let me get my Yeah, TT bought a house uh, with the blue hair. I don't I, I don't even understand <laughs> TT. Like, I don't understand. Who's TT? I know this. I can't even really. I don't know what, the f- like, the viral fit video that TT did. Yeah. Did. But I, I know that I think I think TT uses the he pronoun, he and him, I think. But, um, TT uh, was in the last Tyler Perry um, stage play and maybe even the movie. In the movie, yeah. Yeah. The one that was huh. the um, sister <laughs> to one of the main characters. I can't, I, Something I don't like know. That. I don't I'm know what TT went. I don't know what TT went famous for. I mean, viral for. I really don't. But I know that TT has a full mustache and blue a blue wig. So I don't know. And I think I, had a season of a, like a dating show on Zeus Network. <laughs> but I think that TT, I think TT identifies as a man because I, if I'm not mistaken, I think I've heard or saw 
TT dress like a man. So I think that that's just for uh, entertainment purposes. Maybe I'm wrong. We can, you know, fact check that in a minute. Let me see why y'all talking about something else. Let me look it up. So my next question would be, do black women take accountability for their actions, decision making? Yes, I will say yes, but I also think that that can become a sensitive topic. Like, of course, nobody likes to be called out on their shit, right? Regardless to black, white, whoever. Nobody likes to be called out on black, their shit. Black, white, Puerto Rican, or Haitian. Um, <laughs> so I think that sometimes we do, when we do, in, when we do react to those situations where we are being called out on our shit, we can be a little emotional. Um, but that goes to back to just having to deal with so much other shit that like who the fuck are you to be trying to call me out of my shit you know I'm trying to do the best that I can like I think that kind of plays into it but um that's just a natural that's just a natural you know habit I'm not, I'm not gonna say habit but that's you know that's just natural like for someone to do that not necessarily just black women in general but nobody likes to be caught out on their shit or be held accountable. Benny, do you like to be held accountable when somebody call you out on your shit? If I'm wrong, yeah. You, you ain't got no choice but to be accountable if you did ass wrong. So, I think yeah, that... Man, you, you said that too. <laughs> nah, Benny, I don't believe that. <laughs> I gotta be wrong first, though. <laughs> exactly. You gotta, you gotta prove, you gotta prove that you're wrong, Benny. You gotta, you gotta have that proof that I was wrong. They're like, well, you caught me. See, and then there go there goes the fine line of fine <laughs> proof. <laughs> I think I think that there is a level of owning your responsibility in certain situations. So we hear it a lot of times when you know women are saying, you know, men are doing this or the father of their children are doing this or xyz and then it goes back to like well you pick this person, right? So it's like holding you accountable for the person that you chose to have children with. Definitely got to take some kind of accountability for that. Some of the choices that we make, some of the people that we choose to have in our lives, some of the people that we give extra time to, um, some of the people that um, we put on the pedestal. Like we definitely have to take accountability. And sometimes women don't. I think a lot of times it's easier to play the victim as opposed to looking at the actual problem. Like what's the root cause of your demise? So a lot of times women are not taking accountability. But I don't think that, um, like, sometimes you got to put a mirror up to somebody's face for them to be able to see, you know, what, what's wrong, but not necessarily bashing them or, you know, like tearing them down to try to make your point. But you have to kind of, you know, get them to see the bigger picture. Because sometimes you can be so broken, you all you know is just pain or, you know, hurt. Like, you never really understand how you got there. So a lot of times women are not taking accountability um and then oftentimes I mean you know sometimes they are um but I would say for sure if if we honest with ourselves um a lot of the things that are happening that are detrimental to us are things that we probably could have avoided paid a little bit more attention we'd be riding the red flags like it's uh like it's an amusement park honey we will ignore the shit out of some red flags for five minutes of pleasure and a wet coochie. I'm telling you, um, we will. <laughs> it's unfortunate, you know, 
Then nine months later, you got a baby. All of a sudden, this nigga ain't shit. Ma'am, you met him at the gas station. He said, and then, you know, number. And then 15 minutes later, y'all was in the back of that Ford Focus. Like, we have to be able to take some kind of not to focus. <laughs> we got to be able to take some kind of <laughs> baby. Listen. <laughs> Whoa. Pause. I'm just saying. Moving right along. I may, I may have not owned the Ford Focus in my life, but I'm just saying, like, you know, sometimes, honey. Uh... We but just, you know, to, to go off of what Betty said too, accountability, like I think more people can receive it if it's presented to them the right way. Cause like sometimes somebody don't really know how to call you out on your shit. Like they come off so aggressive to where you don't get it, you don't you you don't get the proper time to process it and say, okay, well maybe I did, you know, F up this time. Like you just automatically go into defense, into a defense role. And that's usually how arguments start because look i've been married for how long you know um, almost ever. 20 almost 20 years i'm about ever. to say um you've and been married for i remember <laughs> the wedding <laughs> something i've had to learn in my marriage is that it's it's not necessarily how you say things or what you say but it's how you say it and how you present it to that other person so like if you want something to change or if you want that person to recognize their wrongdoings, you have to be you have to be at a level head to present it to them to make sure that you choose your words wisely saying, hey, I don't like how you did this. I think maybe you could do this a little bit better. You know, let's come into a common ground so we, we don't come into the situation again. I think that goes, yeah, I think that goes with any type of relationship that you have, friendships or just, you know, for anybody that you're trying to address, um, for their issues or whatever, like for them to, to hold themselves accountable, you have to come to them with a certain level of respect as another human being saying, hey, you know, this is, I think this is a divide between us. I didn't like how you did this. You know, I think you was kind of wrong in this situation. What do you think that you could do better? So that way that person can actually take the time to process what you're saying to them and saying, yeah, damn, I did fuck up. You know what, you're right. Let me go ahead and make that adjustment in my life. So I went, that way we don't have to go back down this road again. I and the thing the- is, you might have that conversation and and you still may fuck up, but at least you have that thought in your mind to say, okay, let me, now I see what the other person was saying. Let me try to work on that a little bit harder. So accountability, I think it's, I think it's steps to getting there. <laughs> first, the first step is to take the emotion out. Yeah. And that's the tough part. Definitely got to take the emotion out. I, you know, I struggle with that sometimes um because sometimes because everything ain't about you everything ain't about you like you get so defensive but if somebody if 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 um if you tell me like uh we've all been managers or whatever and you know if you come to somebody and tell them something that that you know they automatically the first thing is to defend themselves right the first thing is to defend yourself your feelings is automatically hurt it don't matter you know, if somebody come to you telling you you're doing something wrong or you ain't did something right, you automatically, your feelings are hurt. But sometimes you got to let those feelings just be and then understand what the person is saying um, to kind of get to the root of what the problem is. And nine, nine times out of 10, if they come to you, you probably did that shit. <laughs> you, yeah. just haven't, you just haven't had a way, you haven't had a time to really process it to try to figure your way out of that situation. Yeah. And I think that's where the defense comes in, you know, where you just 
automatically go off to go off to the whim there and just start saying a whole bunch of stupid shit that you'll regret you'll regret later but <laughs> accountability is that that's a hard thing um it's a it's a hard pill to swallow uh but no matter if you're a black woman black man whoever that's that's just part of human about being a human you have to own your own you know you're you have to own your own shit good point my next question would would be do you feel that when black women have an issue and begin to address it it gets hijacked and becomes a like a instead of it being a black women issue it becomes a woman of color issue and it's no longer in you all's lap to get it resolved so let's just say hypothetically black women didn't have toothbrushes or access to toothbrushes and you always like hey we need access to toothbrushes then all of a sudden this becomes a women of color need access to toothbrushes and now it's up to you all to save every damn body do you think that happens often in black women issues i think i think a good example of that is the um maternal uh mortality rate right we know that's a big thing right we know that that's um actually forcing a lot of our uh, black women to utilize midwives and doulas now you know we have a lot of a lot more people have at home births and right. um you know advocating for themselves and you know educating themselves because we know that it's a black woman issue but like you said, it become it goes from being a black woman issue to, well, my sister is Puerto Rican and that happened to her, or my right. I, my mom is white and that you know, so it, it it definitely gets hijacked. But we know for sure, if I were to go in and have a baby and they ask me what my pain level is on the scale of one to ten, and I say my pain is eight, they're gonna be looking at me kind of shaky, like maybe she's just trying to get some drugs. Maybe she just, oh, wow. you know, medication. Ooh. That's what they do. Because now they have a thing now that they ask you, which is it's so slick, so fucking slick. They ask you, they say, well, when you're normally having pain, at what level do you get before you actually will take something? This is the way they ask you. They are, this, this is the way they ask you now. Mm-hmm. So just to see, you know what I'm saying? Or like if they if they see in your med- if they see in your history that you've taken an anxiety pill before or you've been prescribed an anxiety or a depression pill, automatically everything you say now is um you anxious because you take anxiety medicine or because you've taken it before. Or you know like it's it's always something. And and I, and I I really believe that it's more black women than than women you know other races and stuff, but in the yeah. Spectrum. But they'll try to make it into a woman's issue but it ain't it's just black women nada what's your thoughts on it i agree with everything that betty the betty said there um they try to they try to ask certain questions like betty said they'll try to ask you certain questions to get you to they try to manipulate the questions to try to get mm-hmm. you to answer one way so that way they can say oh well this is this so no you can't have this you can't have this pain medicine um and that's like going back to corporate America. That's something that Black women have had to deal with with corporate America for years. Where if you give any type of pushback or anything to when a manager says do something or you know a higher level whoever superiors say hey let's try doing this and you give something different, it's kind of like you're not being the team player. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then it's all it's automatically frowned upon. Why is it? taking you know why why is 
is that comment taken into a negative aspect? Like, why don't you have an open mind to say, you know what, maybe we could try that. Um, or just think of a different route, just because you have one idea set in your mind of how things should go, doesn't necessarily mean that that's the only way that things should go. So, um, and yeah. the, re the reason I brought that up is because we kind of touched on it on a few shows back. Uh, Sheila, who's yeah, uh, Ace Sheila Hood's thing. wife, mm -hmm. she had an event, you know, for Black women to heal. But Nori's wife, who's a, of Hispanic descent, was kind of like, well, why can't mm -hmm. I come? And, I, you know, shout out to Sheila for standing her ground. But do you all encounter that often where <laughs> it's like, we about to get together as Black women and do something. Here come women of color entering into the picture as well. With, a, with like a slip like when my grandmama on my mama daddy's side is afro-cuban and it's like well you know you know what's funny benny that you said that is because i'm i join a lot of black women groups like mm -hmm. black women who black women who like target that I, I that's not a group that i mean it may be a group black women and right. but you know all these black women groups and it's so peculiar to me when i see white women post in these groups like you brave like you'll just post in the group your pictures and then you might see these um, biracial kids and it's like, oh, I get it. Like you, sis, you know. Um, you got a doctor's note. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, oh, okay, she, she married a black man. You got so a hard pass. You know, she right. can be in there, which is, you know, with the intent. I think that the problem is that other races really think that it's exclusion when it's not. It's just us being, um, being able to identify together um, in ways and relate in ways that other races probably could couldn't we not in there we definitely ain't in there talking about white people let's be clear <laughs> like that ain't the focus of nobody's conversation we could care less um but for myself I've never been in a position outside of like the Facebook groups where I've had to even have a black woman um a black women's movement like you know I just right. operate as a woman like I don't really you know I'm a black woman but I feel like in the space that I'm in in my life and the people that I surround myself with, um, I don't have to stand out as being a black woman, if that makes sense. Like I, you know, I I I live as a black woman, so I don't have to put that, um, I don't have to wear that title. Right. So I can't I can't say that I've ever had to experience that in real life, like in person. Not even at work, I don't think, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. Not what about you? Um, no, it's just like, no, <laughs> I don't have, I don't think I really had, well, I mean, much of my childhood, yeah, because right. I grew up in, you know, that type of environment, but in my adulthood, and can't say that I have. Um, I got a few little Caucasian uh, co workers that might try to throw a little sis in there every once in a while, you know to try to relate but like nothing on a scale where i had to be like hold on um <laughs> you know hold on uh you know susan this this ain't that you know i've never had to do that i've never i've never had to do that I, I guess one of the probably the final question would be we on this whole conversation about roe versus Wade have recently come up in the news when the government <laughs> passes a law for women does it affect black women differently or is it just, you know, affects women across the board the same way? This particular uh, law, <laughs> I, in my opinion, it definitely affects black women. 
I don't even know if we put a statistic to see how many white women versus how many black women ha- are having abortions. Um, but I'm the problem, yeah, but the problem is really, um, like I said, the people who are having abortions, those are the people that are affected the most. Um, the people that are having abortions probably are the ones that cannot afford to have children. You know, it's like a, it's like a catch 22, like, Oh, we don't want you to have an abortion, but we don't want to take care of your kids either. Who's going to take care of them? That's a good point. Now they're trying to pull up the statistics now. So <laughs> it says the abortion rate in the United States is higher than in most other developed countries. Although this fact alone requires attention, looking deep within these statistics reveals an additional area of concern. Similar to many health outcomes in the United States, there are substantial disparities in abortion rates in the United States with low-income women and women of color having higher rates than affluent and white women. And two, I'm giving you the whole context. In it's a 2000, it's a, right. In, in 2008, the abortion rate for non-Hispanic white women was 12 abortions per 1,000 reproductive age women compared to 29 per 1,000 for Hispanic women and 40 per 1,000 for non-Hispanic black women. Wow. That's high. And then it says uh, disparities in abortion rates also exist by socioeconomic status with women with incomes less than 100% of the federal poverty level having an abortion rate of 52 abortions per 1,000 reproductive age women compared to a rate of nine per 1,000 among those with incomes greater than 200% above the federal poverty line. So... It's what we said, black women and poor women are the ones that are most heavily affected. If you add up the black, the white women and the Hispanic women, we still don't, they still wouldn't even be half of the black women that are affected by abortion. And that's in 2008. And those numbers are skewed. Only reason I say that is because they have a way of portraying that because who the doctors are we going to to get these abortions? Predominantly white people, right? And it's somebody's family member. And what do we do when we know somebody that knows somebody? Hey, could you help such and such out? You know, some, you know what I'm saying? So they get that stuff done without everybody is knowing. What you're yeah, unreported. Okay. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Okay. Now, so reason has, I, I bring up that, that It says in two, 2019, it said reported legal abortions by women who obtain abortion reported. by the state of occurrence. Idaho, 68% white women. I believe it. Mm. Shut up, Nada. <laughs> but there's more white women in Idaho than it's black. That's about to say. Let's talk about New York, Chicago, LA. <laughs> right. Let's, I'm trying to look at some of the states. So let's see. Tennessee, 51% black women. South Carolina, 39%. Uh, let's see. Mississippi, 74%. Michigan, 52%. Uh, Illinois is not reporting. Uh, Georgia, 65%. I mean, it was too close. Alabama, 62%. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. I think about this. It's several states not reporting on here. 
when we talk about the laws and you know women laws that affect women when it comes down to this whole voter rights thing and you know people are always like oh if it first is the abortion then it's if women can vote that's definitely i can see having a direct effect on on black women and who gets elected and because they say you know black women carried a lot of elections and mm-hmm. have a stronger voice in that in that arena so hopefully it's getting scary it's getting scary yeah. we we so worried about who wore what to the met gala and we're not even really looking at like the bigger picture of picture, right. things that are you know really happening here like it's a lot of stuff that's happening behind the scenes a lot of states you know trying to get stuff reversed and nobody's paying attention and you know who most of the stuff affects our <laughs> well this has definitely been an insightful episode of the black media podcast and before we get out of here my name is ben and to my right it is your girl not a that's it all right all right y'all well, with that i am betty after <laughs> <laughs> i did all that talking and this is our one year anniversary y'all clap it up help us out let's make this the most viewed listened to episode in black media podcast history y'all come on tell a friend tell a friend and then press play you gotta press play y'all and press share play and share okay yeah well we'll see it we love y'all see everyone next time follow us on facebook and you all take care and happy mother's day to all the mothers that are listening we won't see y'all till next week so happy mother's day